The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Hey, this is Carrie. You know, the Geek Show podcast is free to you, the consumer, because of fine, fine folks that uh, make this possible and pay for the party. We're talking, of course, our sponsors. I want to thank Dan, the laptop man at PC Laptops. Every desktop and laptop computer is proudly hand-built for you in the USA. And when you call PC Laptops, they will take the time to find out what you need and prescribe the best solution for you so you're not getting some pre-built box of cheap, low-quality junk that most companies offer. So go to PCLaptops.com. Also, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, otherwise known as the Friendly Comic Book Store in Salt Lake City, 2043 East, 3300 South. They offer a hold or a pull, as it's known in some parts of the country. 10% discount off of purchases with twenty uh, over $20 for your hold subscribers. They also offer a monthly free previews catalog that comes free with the hold, so you can continue your habit. Uh, also, SecretCompassCollectibles.com, that both Boba Fett fig, uh, figure that you'll see right as soon as you click on it. Want. Uh, they deal primarily in limited edition movie merchandise, uh, prop replicas, statues, maquettes, costumes, and things like that. So uh, direct dealers of just about every movie merchandise manufacturer in the industry, secretcompasscollectibles.com. And, of course, our new sponsor, coastcitystyles.com. They've uh, got a huge selection of uh, comic book and pop culture T-shirts so that fanboys and girls can be geeky without looking too geeky. Everything you can imagine as well as uh, obscure uh, movie and pop culture like belt buckles, hats, and other uh, toys and things like that. All there. Free shipping on orders over $50 at CoastCityStyles.com. It's Geek Show Podcast, and you can thank them for that. I would let her, I would pay her. I have a feeling Scott's going to get sold to the sex slave industry. That won't be the name of the episode. (laughs) No, that was six letters in a row. I'm glad I have you guys to mentor me. Please don't send any money. I've already peed in his driveway. It's becoming the mild card. That's the problem with a show like that. Nobody else does that. That's it. Boom. I will catch up and watch every episode of The Cape. Geekshowpodcast.com I had to put my hat on because otherwise there's such a glare on the TV. Hirsch <laughs> doesn't like to broadcast naked. And, and, and here I was thinking, here I was thinking he was doing it because he was afraid that people would realize he didn't have hair. Oops. I don't think he's worried hey, about that anymore. I was going to say, given that I have not had hair for at least 10 years longer than I did have hair, <laughs> I'm pretty much over it at this uh, point. You okay now? Yeah. Okay. You had some hair when I met you. Not much. I know, uh, but still. All right. Welcome to the basement. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's the hairy edition. Uh, the right? extra hairless. Naked, naked and hairless edition. Uh, it's uh, the big movie mouth-off duo. Uh, Woo! Did the movies. Jeff Weiss, Jimmy Martin. Who are who are enjoying more of my beer? Oh, <laughs> it tastes just like you. Wow. <laughs> well, that's the secret: is that uh, I swim in every uh, mm. every batch that's I can made. Taste it. Cool. That's why it's so smooth. It's filtered. Don't worry. You it's won't, a lot better than his uh, diffused vodka. That's right. Oh, it's filtered. I don't want it. Uh, how how he <laughs> filtered his vodka was a little disturbing. Uh, it's a it's a it's an extra strength beer though. It's a five five available in the liquor stores only. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. One bottle per episode is pretty good. <laughs> You're doing pretty good. By, by episode three, we're going to be damn fine. That's really good for you guys. <laughs> yeah, that is. So, uh, yeah, anyway. So, uh, radio from hell. Red as hell. Ale. 
Uh, hi, Lee. Official toy assembler of the Lee is highly. <laughs> well, I, I needed someone to put I it together. I need to do it at my Holy house on Christmas. shit, that is complicated. It, well, it's not the most complicated toy I put together, and luckily it doesn't have any decals. Um, no decals? Yeah, I'm a little upset. The, the color scheme... I don't know why they put the bright orange on yeah. Hawkeye's bow. I was I still. was hoping it would be. Like, I do. I love it. It I, comes with three red rockets. <laughs> I, That's right. I, I can tell you right now why it's why it's orange. Safety. Yeah, exactly. So because oh, a cop will shoot you. A cop will shoot you if he thinks that it's a real bow. Uh, some people say safety first. I say safety worst. Well, let's uh, let's paint this thing then to look like Hawkeye's bow from the Avengers. Oh, that, say, and when you die from a gunshot, can I have it? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, that's because that's what this toy is: is the Avengers collection uh, Nerf nice. Hawkeye bow. Oh, I think if Carrie dies from a gunshot, there's going to be a big fight over what well, we this... get from his house. <laughs> well, you just go through Sue. And oh, she'll, I'm sure she'll pass it out evenly. <laughs> Whatever. Rip, Ripley gets all of it. I'm, I'm not sure if it actually needs the the string. Oh, 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 no. oh apparently oh. it does. <laughs> The string's there for looks. Is that what you're saying? It's there for looks. I wish we were that filming in 3D. That scared me. Yeah. Up Holy convert, shit. Upconvert that. Yeah. That was 3D. Right. Uh, and uh, over here, uh, TV critic for the Salt Lake Tribune. The Yay, na- it's me. The, the now not naked Scott Pierce. Follow me on the Twitters. <laughs> Scott D. Pierce. At Scott D. Pierce. And, yep. and, and look at my stories at sltrib.com. And you don't have to them. read them. Click on them. Click on them yeah. many, many, many times. My complaint about the Nerf arrow, I wanted a suction cup arrow. Oh, oh that would have been cool. That's what I wanted. Really neat. Well, you know, we could super glue one, too. When, get yeah. your, get your, uh, your Hulk glove, and we'll put it on the end of that. We'll have our... No, 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 no. I'll, 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 just, I'll just snap off the fist part of that Green Lantern thing. Oh, there you go. Oh. What would be really good oh. is they have... Nerf has darts that have <laughs> Velcro on the end of them, so they stick to your clothes when they hit you. If oh, there you go. had the Velcro That's on what the I end. Want. Hulk yeah, likes the Red cool. Rocket. Red Rocket Hulk. Red Rocket Hulk. <laughs> Too Tall Tony, designated driver and producer of the Geek Show podcast over yeah. there. Trying to keep things sober. <laughs> well, since he's not 21 yet, so. Hey, 26, <laughs> thank you. How's that SpongeBob line go? Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he makes sure that we get home safely. And, uh, oh, yeah, my house. Hi, how you doing? Oh, it's yeah. Our host, our, it's uh, our fearless leader. Mr. Kerry Jackson. How are you? Um, well, Monday knows. through Friday, 6 to 10. That's all I ask. Uh, he had a dream the other day that the world ran out of booze. Carrie has had fear. <gasps> I do know the what? fear. I do oh, my know God. Fear. Did you wake wake up in a sweaty panic? I did. I would. But Jesus. then I played with this Hulk figure from the Avengers line, and I was happy. Oh, that is so cool. You see how he, he's jointed at the waist there so that when he does the smashing action, <laughs> he lurches forward. Hulk smash. Why right. do you sound like Ludo from Labyrinth? Anyway. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get underway. Well, first of all, uh, we're going to do the hell our is Ludo from Labyrinth. He's we're, the we're, big giant puppet thing. Oh, we're, we're, <laughs> there's a lot of puppet things in Labyrinth. We're going to do okay. our uh, <laughs> big one though. We're going to do our Star Wars episode next episode, <sighs> just so you know, because uh, Brian. Well, we have to have, we have to have the one Lucas fan. Well, exactly. I, we need <laughs> no. There are two. There are two. Lee's, Lee's going to defend Lucas, and I'm going to try to ride the fence. And, and, and I am, too. I All am, right. too. I'll just say that right um, now. So, uh, but I am we'll, not. We're going to talk about the Star Wars Obviously 3D the, and the prequels and all that. I, I tried talking into the crossbow. Yeah, yes, that's, you did. That's a sign of an aviation <laughs> there. Why won't you work, crossbow? Yeah, um, the you, problem here. You've had enough. I, I've been told I can no longer use a my kids liked them argument. Thanks, <laughs> Pierce. That's all argument. That was off, that was off the table. You cannot use the my kids liked them argument. Although I'm going to use my kid watched it and said, man, that sucked. Mm. <laughs> Okay. Uh, let's see. Now, where do we begin? I've got so much stuff happening 
in the geek world. Should, should we talk about our competition? Our competition. Oh, do you want to talk about some? comic book men? Well, I, oh. I don't know if it's competition or not, no. but because uh, we're on demand, you, you know, you can watch us at any time or listen to us at any time. But I, I it was funny. I've only seen one episode. Oh, That's yeah, all as, as, been, as, as of now, yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I say that I've I've seen collectively in two different viewings probably three quarters of an episode <laughs> of the <laughs> first episode asleep? of I started to not off. In, bad sign, in, bad sign. In, in AMC's Comic Book Man, Kevin Smith's great reality television experiment about Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash and its comic book pawn stars. Yeah, yeah, that, you, you, could, you could call it that. Oh, yeah. I disagree, though. I mean, I, I had a... Jimmy and I... I don't love it, yeah. but I had a good time with it. No, 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 I was, no, no, no. I let me saying, take a step back. Do you disagree that it's comic book pawn stars? No, that's exactly what it is. Uh, guess what? I can't watch Pawn Stars. I like, I like Pawn Stars, too. Uh, I, like, I like goofy shit that comes in. Uh, uh. But here's the thing that with me. The main reason to watch the, that comic book man is Kevin Smith. The yeah. problem is he doesn't work in the store. No. Right. And so he's only in about a fourth, maybe a third of the, of the show. Yeah. So when they go into... Well, the, he's, he's moderating the podcast exactly. that, they, that they do. And, uh, and, and Kevin Smith is very witty. He's very fun to listen to. He's a great storyteller. But... Uh, but Walt is it Walt? That Walt, runs Flanagan. The Walt Flanagan. Walt Flanagan is longtime friend. He he is entertaining to watch. You know he knows his shit. He's you know he's very well versed in, in every area of geek. Then you get to the the side characters. Uh, I, I can't remember the Asian guy's name. He's a dud. Um, he, well, uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's just there for the butt of every joke. Yeah, and I've read it, it, that. Like, isn't his name insult me? <laughs> all I know is that, and everybody's, you know, they're like, it makes it look like it's three white guys picking on an Asian. And they're like, they're all friends. And yeah. like, I don't care, but he's boring. He's and just, then the guy, dud, yeah. and then Mike, I think is his name the with guy, the mustache. The guy with the. the oh, you, oh, you, oh, should I say what my nickname for him is? Hmm. Fake Dante? Yeah. <laughs> Fonte. I'm not even supposed to be here today. So um, he, he's. Now is he, is he the guy with the gray beard? Yeah. No, 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 no. Right. No, no, that's, and the gray beard is Brian Johnson. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who I like. Yeah. I think he's funny. Oh God, I don't. But when half of you mean Alan Moore your, Jr. <laughs> when half of your cast just isn't engaging, I well, I can tell you that mm. uh, Kevin Smith was on was on. I'm sorry, was on the TV Critics Press tour mm-hmm. and did extremely well in a room that it's hard to do extremely well in. Um, you know, Kevin Smith, yes, because he can work late. A room. Yes, late in the press tour when people were tired and blah blah blah. Right, and he he did very well, yeah. but frankly, his his performance in a press conference was far more entertaining than the show. Yeah. And what made me think of you was when he said that he was enjoying spending time with the television critics because we didn't hate him yet. <laughs> and, and I actually put on Twitter, give us time. But yeah, I, and that's, but again, God, God, I, I'm just so fucking tired of that. Excuse I, from Kevin Smith. No, but I love Kevin Smith. I think like, it's, I it, do too. That's he, the problem. And he always does the, the hall H things at Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. And it was fun because I, I knew that I, I must have a love for him because I stood in the, the press box. There's a press box that sits right next to the stage like that. And when it was time for Kevin Smith to come out, I was the only person in the press box. And he kind of peeked around the curtain and I just kind of waved to him. He's like, Hey, Kevin, what's and he, up? And he goes, Hey, what's up? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's just me. I like you, you know, and I still do. And the show is not great. But... It's, it's not great, but it's, uh, I'm, I'm going to, it's, it's treadmill viewing. Yeah. That's what I would say. I watch it while I'm on my treadmill. I think it'll be six and out. My, my, get out. Yeah, there, there, there are only six episodes that they did for the first season. And for me, the, the best part of the, of the show 
yeah, it's cool to see somebody bringing a, you know a, a Bob Kane uh, drawing and you know stuff like that. Yeah, see, that um, was that... Uh, uh, no. What? It would be interesting if it weren't scripted and if they didn't do this big that's... dun dun dun. There could be possibly something on the back. Well, that's Let's open up man. the back of it and. And I don't. Have, I don't have a problem that's, with that because that's reality TV. That's right. If, if reality TV is anything but reality, that's, that's like, the same reason you hate Pawn Stars because they do stuff like that. Yeah. Well, what are you going you to? What are going to sit there for four years and hopefully get one cool yeah, thing coming? Like exactly. that's just not going to happen. So that doesn't bother me. But what, no, no, no. The best part I, of that show is the podcast of them sitting around, and mm-hmm. that's what Kevin Smith does best. Yeah. You know. So that that part I enjoy. I thought their podcast sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I and, had, and, and, and I don't say that from. From oh my god, they're doing the same stuff as us. I'm so jealous. It was wow, their podcast is fucking boring. Well, I, I, I liked it, but there are subjects that come up that we've had on our show, and that's and that's fine. Uh, you know, we, can, we can all seriously. talk about the same thing. I'm well, not, of I'm course. not, yeah, but, yeah, I mean, but we did it better. <laughs> well, I will say because there, there's a discussion of Batman's voice in Dark Knight, and Lee did a much better job <laughs> of explaining why he should have that voice. Not only was it, you know, it was. He was right. It was funnier, and so, but you know, he's Kevin Smith, and he's got a TV show, and that's wow. fantastic. And I didn't comic book Scott. man, comic book man, not as good as Lee George Cade. <laughs> yes, that should be their tagline. Tagman. That should be their tagline. Lee George Cade yeah. <laughs> was better, but I still I appreciate it because it's still it's it's yeah. the yeah. world I live in, exactly. and, and I love it's it's like if anything, I was watching it going. I wish I was with everybody from Geek Show right now so we could talk, you know? <laughs> and, and, and here I was, and, and by the way, I love you, Dave, and all the people at Dr. Volts, but I was thinking to myself, this feels like I'm in a comic book store for four hours with the least interesting comic book staff I have ever seen in my entire life. Half, so, half of them, yes. So I would let's, say. Let's, Jesus. Uh, let's, let's make that clear. Jeff doesn't like the show. <laughs> I like it, but I do see it. Oh, I six and it. out. I, think it, I don't think no, it will be returning. No, I agree. It will be six and out. But you I, two are not going to be kissing over that one, yeah. are you? I don't hate that. With the big movie mouth Just off. Handies. Uh, Just handies. Just uh, let's see. We got a couple of sequels that uh, are uh, in production right now. It looks like. Uh, did you need a Sucker sequel? Punch Two? Did you need a sequel to Red? Mm, I don't need it, but I enjoyed the first one. I yeah. Didn't see Red. So that was uh, Bruce Willis, Hel- Helen Mirren, John Malkovich, Malkovich, and Morgan say, Freeman. Right now, watching Helen, Mir- Helen Mirren with a machine gun. It's fucking hot. Yeah. I love Helen Mirren. She is adorable. Right. So you're getting a <laughs> sequel to She's Red? Like three times your age. I don't care. She's so hot. <laughs> I just don't see it. What the hell is wrong uh, with being mind. three times someone's age? <laughs> uh, nothing, Scott. Nothing, Scott. Old people are cool. It's all right. <laughs> I am not twice your age if you're 26. My jazzy's awesome. Not yet. Uh, Somebody bring well, Scott no. his shawl. Oh, that reminds me. I have a gift for you. Um, oh, please, it's a shawl. No, it's, it's a, a walker. No, it's... it's, it's uh, <laughs> it No, that's for Shannon. It's a walker with little tennis balls on it. A of tennis balls. <laughs> no, it's, that's it's, so it can glide. It's uh, Grant Morrison, because whenever we, whenever we talk about the Avengers... You can spot the old person in the room who said, where's Mrs. Peel? Uh, Grant Morrison is doing a series of comics uh, based on the original Avengers. That oh, I, cool. I got the first issue for Oh, I thought you, you were going to give him you Grant Morrison. Spot, I enjoyed that. You can spot the old person in the room. Look, I, <laughs> he's right there. I work every morning with one who makes the same joke. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like shit now. Because <laughs> not only is he way older than me, but, oh, so this God, is, I made the same joke. This, this title of this episode should be Scott's least favorite episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> least right, there favorite. we go. Oh. Least. Uh, I'm old. Scott's least favorite. Wow. <laughs> if you call me down. Bill, I'll probably cry. <laughs> Shut up, Bill. Uh, let's see. Uh, you're getting. Um, you're also you getting. Almost got the spit take. Sorry. You're also getting a sequel 
or is it a prequel to I Am Legend? Ooh. Well, it can't be a sequel because he dies. What? Spoiler alert. Wait, well, Jesus. But in which ending? You couldn't do Matheson's there were book without yeah, there, there was a different ending. Yeah, for that sure. was... Th- but there was I only, have to uh, say, I was looking forward to yeah. getting that DVD to, to see the alternate ending because I thought, oh, my God, it will be really severe and harsh. And it was the worst ending ever where they, like, the vampire said, oh, okay, I'll take my girlfriend. And... Now, what's the official ending? Does he die or not? Uh, he I, died in the movie. Okay, in, no, the, in, in Matheson's book, the whole thing is, okay, the vampire plague hits. Yep. Uh, Neville Neville's one of the last people left on the planet. Or, and he thinks he's the last person on the planet, mm-hmm. and he meets this girl. Uh, and turns out she's a vampire. They figured out how to exist during the daylight. Okay. And uh, see, what Neville does every morning, he gets up. And he kills vampires yep. all yes. day long. And then he locks himself up in his house while all of his former neighbors and his best friend from work climb out of their chimneys and come and scratch and, at the door. Yeah, try to get him. Drive him crazy. So basically, at the end, though, the girl shows up with these vampire commandos and they, they bag and tag him. Yep. And they haul him off. And then the end of the story, the prologue is, is that he, he was their boogeyman. when they He yeah. was the story that the vampire moms told their babies to make them go to sleep is that if you're not careful, okay. Neville the, will come and get the you. Because the world is now vampires. The world is now vampires. He's, he's the yeah, monster yeah. at this point. The book is good. The yeah. book is good. It's and the only good the only movie that's even done it even remote justice is uh, Last, Last Man, Man on, on Earth with Vincent Price. Yeah. And that's almost word for word the book. Not Omega Man. I, no, Omega Man Omega is Man. shit. <laughs> I liked I Am Legend. I mean, I don't... Okay. I mean, I, I, I think it's a beautiful performance from Will Smith. I liked well, that too. It was great. But there were things about it I didn't like. Well, then what's the official ending of the movie. The official ending of the movie was that he died. He died. Mm-hmm. Okay. But but uh the girl and the kid have escaped the, uh, escape with the cure. Yes. What yeah. that's, they, that's what, the Omega Man ending. Yeah. Well, what but what are they going to do with the cure? Well, the sequel And they got to a but they had gotten to like a, a camp mm-hmm. where, yeah, the big where, wall. The, where people who were not vampires were rolled right. up. And, yeah. And that's what makes the book cool is there is no There's no cure. happy ending. Uh, because they basically become the new humanity. Right, right. They, but they, that was Matheson's thing. This is a guy who wrote more of the stories for the original Twilight Zone yeah. uh, than anybody. And, and and I Am Legend, keep in mind, the original book of I Am Legend is what Romero basically said he based the original Night of the Living Dead off of. Um, Absolutely, is, because it's got the same imagery. Same imagery. With, with boarded up windows and mm-hmm. dead zombie arms every coming night, through the Every window. night, the dead come back to haunt the living. And there and, was an added bonus when I went to see it with my kids because I did embarrass them because there was part that was really loud with like a helicopter and stuff. And I'm sitting there and I'm going, I went, oh my God! And, and it cut from, the, to a, from the, the helicopter to a very quiet scene. So like the whole theater heard me go, my God! <laughs> You're going to have to fix that in post. Yeah, I, think. I tried right then. Spike, you, you do it I can like fix this. it right now. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, anyway, so so if they, uh, if they kill him at the end, it, mm-hmm. but you, if you do a prequel, that's sucky because you know he's you not always dangerous. But, yeah. but, no, exactly. well, but. I mean, you're basically yes, but, creating a story of just how the outbreak happens. But how could you do Because that was in the yeah, movie. There say, were flashbacks like, in the how movie. How did they handle it in the Will Smith movie? Uh, remember, he uses a grenade. I didn't see the Wolf I didn't either. Oh. No, no. How did you mean? How, how did, did it, they handle the outbreak? It was. Oh, it was, I think it was, it was they were inventing it, a cancer drug. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. And it, something got out of control and uh, created the vampires. Because again, with the with yeah. the Vincent Price movie in the original book, it was biological warfare. They're creating. Right? Yeah, this was the, this was a cure. It was a cure that warfare. They were using wrong. it to fight the Russians. Yeah. And uh, one of the greatest things is is they had uh, burning pits in every city. Yep. 
and uh, they're usually just just dug out, excavated holes, and the fires would burn so bright from all the carcasses they're dumping in the fire that, uh, that they never went out from mm-hmm. all the the fat from the meat burning. Oh. So. Every day, yeah, Neville. It sounds would, like I need to read this book. Every it's day, so Neville. Every day, Neville would show up with a station wagon full of bodies and yep, just dump them, them in the pit. Which it, actually, I thought a, was a major flaw in the in, sh- the in the latest episode of. Uh, well, it would be two ago when this comes out of The Walking Dead. Is that they did not have enough wood to burn up those zombies? Oh, I'm no. telling you. <laughs> but uh, it's a gasoline, short. Though. It's a short read too. I think it's, it's about two hundred like pages. Yeah, two hundred oh, pages. Okay. And then if you get the if you get the Richard anthology. That has that leading the book, the story right after that is baby cakes when they when they actually run out of meat and they have to start eating babies. Oh, I'm for that. And yeah. I will I will say one thing: sequel, prequel, whatever you want to make. For the love of God, do not use CGI zombies. So yeah, that was the just yeah. that was the biggest jumping around problem. like Spider Man. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. crawling up light posts and walls. By the way, again, blame Warner Brothers and don't yeah. blame director Francis Lawrence. No, not at all. Who had shot all those scenes using actual actors playing the zombie vampires? Oh, really? really? Yeah. yeah, and and Warner Brothers overruled him and made him reshoot it. Using the CGI. Then why don't they? If he, if he shot it, come but, out with that version. Yeah, no kidding. Didn't, it's the, same, uh, but, but, didn't the same logic apply when Joe Johnson did that Wolfman movie? That, that he had done everything practical and they made him redo everything in digital? Yes. See, yeah. I had no idea that was the case. And I, I would have said that the major flaw of that movie was was the, the CGI. The bouncy. Yeah. It looked like the mummy. You every, know, every review yeah. I read of it made a point of saying it was terrible CGI. Yes. I remember it, that. I just, I oh, at, God. The, the thing that frustrates me is. This is a filmmaker, Francis Lawrence, who has bailed out every film that he's done. Constantine, stuck with Keanu Reeves playing the lead character. Not mm-hmm. a bad movie either. Uh, I Am no. Legend, uh, CGI vampire zombies, and Water for Elephants. Which with with elephants. He pulled a good performance out of Robert Pattinson and and pulled a good performance out of Reese Witherspoon, wow. which yeah. is I'm. Without using CGI. Yeah. Uh, by, <laughs> by the way, seriously, somebody just finally start listening to Francis Lawrence. The guy can actually direct. All right. I'd come out with his if, – if he really shot those scenes, that was – I mean, I it, thought, it's, I thought it's, I Am it, Legend was it, an amazing it, film it, except it for the a CGI. Director's it's cut. on the commentary for well, there, Francis And there's some Lawrence. really great action in it as well. Yeah. I mean – I guess I'll have to see it. And for me, I, I, it's actually one of the performances from Will Smith. I'm like, shit, this guy can act. I, yeah, oh, yeah, I agree. And, and well, he's not just like, welcome to Earth. You know, just like <laughs> he's actually got the chops to do mm-hmm. it. And Earth. I will say this. The, the threatening scenes that don't have the CGI in it, like when he's out walking his dog and yeah. that, yes. and oh, it's the stuff you don't see, yes. are so well done and, in that and film. And the tone, I mean, like... I believed New York was empty. Yeah, you know, I, yes, was that was really has, good. Uh, ha- have any of the movies based off of I Am Legend actually handled the the women? No, because in the in the book, oh, every he, every night, big deal. The women show up. Yep. All the neighbor, all the all the women from the office pool and everything else. They all show up and they all just start writhing around on the porch and moaning and taking yep. off their clothes. Yep. And didn't we do that with Chuck? No, Chuck Heston? Not really. He, he <laughs> they had all the all the crazy disco vampires down on the street. But it, yep. it would drive Neville crazy because he he'd, he'd been alone for years. Right. And so he'd hear them with out their frosted froze. That's like. That's like half the story in that book is him dealing with being alone, yeah, and dealing with well, like, terrible loneliness. And they do that in the movie as well. And, I mean, yeah. when he when he's when he has set up this life with the mannequins, yeah. yeah. Oh, in the video store, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that's you know, it sounds like they they took a lot from uh, a Mega Man for this Will Smith movie. I mean, <laughs> the feeling that I got was almost like a post nuclear war kind of mm-hmm. thing. 
Only Will Smith and Charlton Heston could survive. Oh, hell no. I love the shot of him. I think he's driving like a Mustang or something like that. And he's doing like 100 miles an hour through New York. And it's like a bird's eye shot. And just like you know, cars are off to the side. Like he's, you can he's, tell like he's been he's here for years because he's moved all yep. the cars so he can drive around. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my! You see thing. like the weeds growing up through yeah. the gra- through and the asphalt. It's the, and uh, it zoo the animals. Yeah, yeah. zoo yeah. animals they, all over the, the place. The other movie I think that handled that really well was 28 Days Later because the just the desolation in in London mm. when after the after and like it. can I and watch that? that? How gross later? is that? It's gross, but it's really good. But that's, I mean, it's so well acted and so well put together. It's it's a really really good freaky scary. Yeah, Twenty like Days Later is amazing, Dead, but not it's not any grosser than Walking Dead. Okay, but and that's where I, I keep going back. I'm like, if you took the the feel, you know, with just you know, because they, they used you know live action or you know like actors to play the zombies, and put that in I Am Legend. It'd be and awesome. It'd be yeah, flawless. Oh, yeah. 20, it would be days an later, amazing film. Didn't use any CGI. Check that I can figure out. And you I'll, shouldn't. Yeah, all, all I will say about I Am Legend, again, is look through the credits and see all the people that are listed as playing zombies and vampires in it who weren't used because they overruled Francis Lawrence. It's, that, it's a damn shame because that film would have been flawless from beginning I, to end. Can I ask a zombie question? Mm-hmm. I hear complaints from people who, who are complaining that Walking Dead doesn't have enough zombies. And my God. feeling is that that's not what that show's about. I, I had it, that it's feeling. Not. When I, I had that feeling when I first because the first couple episodes it's zombies everywhere, you know? right? But then when I was like, oh, I'm kind of missing the zombies, and I'm like, I don't really give a shit anymore because I'm really just enjoying the characters. I, no, 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 no. Uh, Walking Dead. The conceit is just like Twenty Eight Days Later, which is on the surface it appears to be a zombie story, but it's not. It's about. How inhumane humanity actually yeah. is. Robert Robert Kirkman in the opening uh, bit of the first issue of the comic book says, "I wanted to write a story about a good man and what happens when everything goes to shit." Right, and that's and, what I think this is. And mm-hmm. and as we're recording this, I think they've only done one episode, right? Since the yeah. the relaunch of so, as we're doing this, yes, there's yeah. just one. Month. And that ending scene with uh, Rick in the in the bar oh. when he kills the two guys. Oh, yeah. oh my man. god. I that lost was, it that when was that intense. happened. And, and I loved it because I think I heard you guys talking about it because I didn't watch the Talking Dead. Is that what it's called? Talking yeah, Dead? Talking Dead. Because I saw that guy and I go, oh, that's Remy from, from uh, True Blood. True Blood, yeah. And I go, oh, okay. Like that. Like, yeah, he's a pretty big actor. He'll probably hang around for a little bit. No. 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 Spoiler alert, by the way. But. They purposely <laughs> cast. After they, the fact. They said they wanted to cast an actor that you would be lulled into a false sense of Which, he's, he's And that's what I thought. Show, that's know? a brilliant idea. And, and so we were going to kill him right away, but we wanted you to think, well, he'll be on the show for a while. And, oh, he's too big of an actor to be killed. And for, that's why they did it. And when I've for had me some, with that argument, though, is that I, now nothing can be certain. Yeah, exactly. And everything is, you know. Which I think I don't is get how big of an actor. I love it. I love it. I think well, that they, no they, matter how big of an actor you bring in or even on the show. We'll kill him. Every, well, I was gonna, everybody could die. Not only that. <clears throat> excuse me. But we've we've killed the little girl. The yeah. little girl who you know, does not if, die in the if, comics. If, it's gonna, if you're going to kill the little girl, who is safe? Exactly. And that's why I love it, because well, no one is safe. Didn't didn't Kirkman himself say that the title The Walking Dead does not refer to the zombies? No, it's, it's it, it, exactly. It's that? the lack of emotion that these yeah. people show the further they go along as they lose their and, humanity. And, and Rick, at one point uh, in the comics, he actually becomes something of a psychopath. And 
Yeah, he loses his shit after he, the prison. He, lo- he loses his shit in the comics. Don't you know, give we, away too much. No, well, here's the <laughs> no, difference the, the between comics the comics. Been, they've already they've already yeah, diverted because they're already way away from Sophia. The Sophia does not die okay. in the comics. She's actually uh, she's actually his son's best friend all the way through so far. Oh, oh and by the way, Shane's dead. And Shane Shane dies in the third yeah. or fourth comic. Yeah. So Rick, sixth. Uh, sixth. <laughs> yeah, the little boy puts a bullet in Shane's head in the comic. Because he's trying to kill Rick. That's badass. But uh, yeah. after after Lori dies, after Lori's murdered, um, and the baby too, and the baby, Rick's pretty much convinced that that she's calling him on the phone and talking to him all the time. So he's just kind of wandering around America on their way to Washington D.C. talking to his dead wife. Oh, and uh, you know, like, <laughs> what is your attraction to things like this that are just the situation is hopeless? What is our attraction to? Yeah, it? I, I mean, because it makes I, makes us feel better about what, what, our existences. It's the same. <laughs> duh. Same I reason, think it's well, same reason I watch Walking Dead. Same reason I watch Cops. Make me feel better. You know? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's Holy it's shit! I am why, so bi- well well adjusted. Why old people my, watch judge shows? You you know, know? I mean, yeah. I was I was I was born and raised a redneck. I could be one of those people on Cops. But I'm not. <laughs> I could be hiding in a trash can. <laughs> yes. I escaped. Yay! <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I, I it, the the zombie genre, the end of the world genre is uh, there's a, there's a lot to be said about uh, why we're attracted well, let's, to it. And, let's look at the I difference know, between our zombies and and Eastern zombies. I mean, in Japan, they've got zombie myths too, but they're they're zombies are Eastern Europe. No, the, they just use chopsticks. In 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 Japan, the, the zombies are um, far more supernatural. They're mm-hmm. they're actual magical. Uh, they're more demons than zombies. Here, it's it's the living dead, and I think it has more to do with our our actual philosophical religious makeup than anything else. It's it's Judgment Day. That's it's, we've been raised as a society and as a culture. That's what we've been groomed for since the the beginning of uh, the King James Bible. That's what that's what we're all about. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to happen and, on the apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. The, and, and so and so whether whether we grew up thinking that way or not, whether we were raised with that or not, it's part of our culture and it's part of our philosophy. It's something that we've all been groomed to believe that it's eventually going to come. So this show allows us to live out what our culture has basically been obsessed with since day one. So, mm. so what do you say to that, Mr. Pierce? No, I, I, I don't have an answer. <laughs> I just, just I think know. that's a very good answer. I just, you know, I mean, as with all these things, I, I used to think when I was younger that if there was a nuclear war or something, that I wanted to die immediately because I didn't want to go through it. But then you have kids and you go, oh, I don't know. Now, I could uh, take the opposite uh, approach on this and say that there are... Uh, parents groups, religious groups, who would say the reason that we like zombie movies so much is because it appeals to our baser instinct. We get to kill humans and get away with it. No, they're, they're missing the point completely. Because <laughs> I, if they, if they I actually had someone try that if argument If they didn't feel, wow. if they felt that way, I mean, honestly, yeah. the, the Bible's all about destruction and salvation, destruction, salvation, destruction, salvation. So here we have The Walking Dead. It's destruction, and then we get to see this morality play of will they have their salvation? Will they find their their paradise? And that's that's basically all that story really is. And, and that's and, what's and, bringing people back week after week. Yes, and, and under such bleak circumstances, what does paradise actually equate to? Right. And yeah. in the comic Who's book, paradise, paradise actually equates to a, a gated community with an armed guard. Yep. <laughs> and Keep, we, keeping out the riffraff. What? Right, keeping out the zombies. Yeah, yeah. And we talk about how like how it's deterring away from the comic book. What's kind of funny is that like, and I base this but kind of on True Blood because Lafayette, who's one of my favorite characters, he on dies True at Blood the end of the book. first book. He dies in the first book, but there, I, but there I, are Kat massive told, differences. Well, I was say, but Cat told me that, and I go, "There's no way you're killing that character off." Oh no, too likable because he's likable. And so you look at Walking Dead, and you're kind of like you're saying Shane's dead, which I still think you could kill Shane off. I I think he's likable. They're, they're gonna yes. have to at some point. Well, yeah. 
Yeah. There's speculation well, of whether they'll do it or not. Um, but we, uh, we it, think they're going to, and I'll tell you how in a sec. I, yeah. I think they're going to. I think well. it's nice that it's something that we speculate about, though. Yeah. The end of the know, world? No, the the, oh. the the characters on this show. I mean, that's what's great the, about that. It. We have well, the, we we don't know. Same with American Horror Story. Anyone can die at any moment. Jesus Christ. Apparently, as we learned from, episodes I was going to say, as we learned from season one, everyone can die. Everyone yes. can die. That's oh, what's great shit. about it. For me, the one uh, the episode I cannot wait for, because I know it's coming. What's the, the redneck's name? The, the, the racist? Oh. Dale. Dale. The redneck Dale. that does no, not. Oh, not Dale. No, uh, Dale's Dale. the RV guy. Yeah. Uh, oh, I have a stu- Go ahead. Whatever his name is, like that, when he. Because his brother who cut his hand off on the roof. Yes. He's coming back. There's no way he's not. And I haven't read See, the comics, what, so I don't know. That's that, what they I was don't exist ask. in the comic. Yep. Yeah. Oh, they don't. They're, oh, they're, those, they're those characters are in the comic. You know he's coming back. But but didn't he make it pretty clear when he was flashing back, saying saying to him, you know I'm dead? Or yeah. I don't think he's dead. I don't think he's coming back. I think he cut his hand off, and I think he's somewhere. And See that's and I was actually going to ask that question because I was unclear on that. Did did he cut his hand off and yeah. escape? Yeah, he's or gone. did they come and get him? No, no, no they, it was they, a, they, it was went a clean to go cut. get him. Mm-hmm. They, no, no, no. I mean the zombies. They would oh eat, no, because they would have eaten his hand. He, his body would have been there. That's true. Yeah, and, <laughs> and so and, and it was a clean gone. cut too. And here's it wasn't a, a the fun thing that's going to happen is because the the guy things would be strange. The character that's with them, his brother's going to challenge it because obviously they left him on a roof, and so he's going to want to kill him. And he's going to have to question between blood and friendship, you know, and, oh, it's going to be no, good. And, and Patty brings up a good point. Really, the only character he could be if they did bring him back was the governor, which mm-hmm. is one of the character most fucked the up story arcs in the comic oh, period. That's crazy. Um, and you, yeah. Yeah, they got to get to that, I'm sure. The governor, well, they've got to get, that's the that's my only real issue, is that in the comics, they got through the farm and the barn pretty quickly. It mm-hmm. was probably a six-issue story arc, and then they were done. Uh, they didn't get caught up with this whole thing of trying to track down the little girl. I'm glad they shot her. I'm glad they got through that, but they could have handled that three episodes quicker. Because really, where the story needs to go is to the prison. Yeah. And read the well, I, mean, I haven't gone step. ahead, but I, I, well, I think that that, when they shot her, was one of the most stunning things I've ever seen. And, it was and, amazing. On, on and American that, and, television. And, yeah. and that because was a great the, cliffhanger to end the... And just because I can't be the only one, you know... My oldest daughter and I watched the show together, and I'm like going, oh, Herschel's an idiot. These people are dead. <coughs> you know, keeping zombies in the barn is kind of stupid. And then when this happens with a little girl, I just no kind of sat no there and went. No one can shoot her. No one can do anything. Mm-hmm. Rick's, you know, Rick, it, Rick was I, the I just old thought they set it up so perfectly to have dummies like me at home who, who are so sure of their argument to yeah. go, mm-hmm. oh, and that's and the character Shane. That's what it's funny because like, what he's doing. I mean, when he says like this is when, I, we talked about this before. When he sees Rick have the 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 zombie on like the pole, and he's like, "You, this is yeah. fucking it. Yeah. I've had it." Like you know, I agreed. You're, you're not. Oh, I did too. Mm-hmm. But then you're kind of thinking like, "All right, this guy did let you. He gave you, you know, uh, a place to stay. You know, like, this is his land. Like yep. you, you kind of need to obey his rules because this is you know he's giving you a, a protection basically, and then." So it's like you agree yeah, with but, Shane, but the way he goes about everything, true. he's kind of. But, but the thing, the yeah. thing, the other thing with Shane though is, you can even argue, you know, the guy he killed, Otis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't kill Otis, the boy dies. Yeah. Right. right? Well, it, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. it, it's like, but the, the, the result. Yeah. But at the same time, though, the way he did it was. Oh, I'm. I'm. I yeah, totally you know, agree. Shane's, exactly. That's why Shane's whole character is the ends justify the means. Yes. Yeah. You know, and that's it's, what he's about. It, it's that morally. He is, he is John. Excuse me. Let me be the pretentious. Philosophy minor, minor when I say he is John Stuart Mill. <laughs> I watch a TV. I don't know what the hell you're talking um, about. But, and with but, that, but by the way, <laughs> by the way, Norman Reedus plays right. Daryl on Daryl Daryl on Walking Dead. That's it. 
Uh, yeah, well, uh, Chain will, I believe, be killed this, I, this I season. Do. I don't, I don't think he's going to be killed. I think he's going to get uh, kicked out of the group and well, go do his own thing. Well, he, I well, think he the, could, but but again, he's been killed off in the comics, and well, the actor yep. is uh, being Stephen Bernthal is is being taken on his own show called uh, L.A. Noir. It is. Okay. Yes. Is that based on the game? No, say, not based what? on the game. Completely okay. different. Oh, they completely need, different they need, thing. They need to kind of move him on because there are <laughs> there are far better characters that need to be introduced. Michonne. Uh, yeah, Mishan needs to show up, and then there was the football player who can't shoot anything, so he has to kill all the zombies with a yeah. well, hammer. Okay, in cool. in the comic book, mm-hmm. does the bl- was the black guy that was in the beginning with his son was he in the comic book? Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. Uh, does he the come? First, yes. The did first they episode, find him eventually? Yeah. yeah. But what they do, and this is this is what's brilliant, is that it's kind of like in the in the show where you don't have a lot of zombies; they just show up every once in a while. When when Rick finally says, "I'm going to go get that guy," I feel bad for leaving him behind. He goes to get him, and that's where they introduce this concept of the herd, where all of the zombies uh, just kind of congregate together because they have that. I don't know if that's that base need to be together. And so they're driving around the bend through the mountains, and they come upon a herd, and it's something like 50,000 zombies. Oh they God. just fill one end of a valley to the other, and they're just like, we, we can't get through this. Mm-hmm. And they stampede. The zombies actually stampede. <laughs> because like, they Toward s- them? Because they smell the blood. Oh, they yeah. smell the living flesh. And so they're just like, ah! You know? So, but there's a character. Uh, she was a lawyer. Her name's Michonne. And when she shows up, she has her ex-boyfriend and her husband chained and armless mm-hmm. she's chopped off their oh, arms and she has collars around them armless and like toothless and by the way what's she holding a samurai sword. A, a, a katana yeah. she's got a samurai katana and she just walks right up to the group because she's got just like with that guts episode where they they mask the smell mm-hmm. uh, of them by by covering up with something she's got her boyfriend and her husband who died on chains and she just leads them around so that she can get through the hordes of zombies yep what? Yeah, they're like her, they're like her decoys. Yeah. They're her decoys, and if they get too close, she kills them with her samurai. Wow! Yeah. And so. and real fast before we leave, because he said yes. the actor is, is leaving uh, the show. Uh huh. The best entry is who the showrunner is from L.A. Noir. Oh. Scott knows this, right? It's Frank Darabont. It's yeah. Frank Darabont. Oh, really? <laughs> the guy who left Walking Dead. Mm, by, the, by the way, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's what's that's what's going to happen. I, it it is. Sure. It is going to happen. Because Kirkman has been trying to say, well, he could do both shows. No. Oh, but no, come, but come on. Frank Darabont has yeah. hard feelings. Exactly. He's like, mm, yeah. You think? And you can't blame him. And no, you, I don't you, blame him at all. You read, not not you for read a second. What, did you guys read what his first episode of the second season was going to be? Yes. The the tank battalion. Oh was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, it was it was going to be it was going to be, be the a Nash, flashback. It was going to be the flashback episode. It was going to be the the corpse that was in the tank when when Rick gets into Atlanta. It was going to mm-hmm. be that group going into Atlanta as the yeah. National Guard. Yeah, yeah. They said it was, was going to be too expensive, and that's why they. Well, and that's and that's yeah. the way TV is. I mean, that's the way they invested so much money in Mad Men that they don't have money for. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. But, but it's so fucking ridiculous because the ratings on I Walking agree. Dead. I agree. I, you they know, trample Mad, Mad Men. Mad Men yeah. can win all the Emmys for the next fifty years, and it will not justify taking away budget from Walking I Dead. I completely agree with you. And, and here's here's here's, here's the brilliance. Of, yeah, but Matthew Weiner got what he wanted. It's yeah, exactly. I I I manage uh, two call groups at a call center, so we're talking about salt of the earth, average everyday Americans, uh, all age groups, all ethnicities, all nationalities, all sexual preferences. They're all there, and they all watch Walking Dead. That yep. is the only thing that every single person in that group and, and if you were to ask about. them about Mad Men, they'd go, huh? 
Well, ask them and about I, half of the shows that I watch, and they go, huh? But this yeah. is like, not I, an anti-Madman rant. No, no it's no, not. Because I love the show. But it's, it's but you know. It was wrong, to, it it was just, wrong although, to, to raid that. I think there's something to be said that AMC is new at the whole... Um, Success thing. Well, at, at the original <laughs> series, scripted series absolutely, thing. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and they have made some mistakes, and they yeah. mismanage stuff, All and right. that's, you know. we got to take a break. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, we want to congratulate our friends, filmmakers, and stars of Unicorn City. Their opening was last week. We were happy to be there. Big success. People loved it, and it is open now if you live in a theater near Utah. A Utah theater near you is what I'm trying to say. Uh, great little movie. A lot of people love it. It's about the uh, live-action role-playing people, the LARPers, the role-playing game people, the guys what dress up. And uh, our character, Voss, our lead character, uh, entices local gamers to create this utopian city, a real-life utopian city in an attempt to impress his uh, employer, this game maker. But uh, his paradise is disrupted when his evil nemesis, Shadowhawk, played by John Grease, Uncle Rico, Roger Linus from Lost, he shows up. You know me, I always root for the villain. It's also featuring Kevin Wiseman, uh, recognized around the world as Marshall Flinkman from Alias. And also my favorite scene from Clerks 2. Uh, UnicornCity.com is the website. Check your listings near you. And if you're listening to us out of state, you're going to be able to see it soon, too. We'll tell you how. Stay tuned. SecretCompassCollectibles.com. want to thank them for coming back on to Geek Show Podcast. Uh, we love them. They're uh, terrific. The customer service is unmatched. And uh, they got a brand new website. It's easier to lo- uh, use. It looks better. You can just search, you know, like Star Wars, if you want to find a Star Wars collectible or Star Trek. It's all there. Uh, here's what they're uh, pushing right now. Brand new website, easy to use. And there are uh, some products they want to tell you about. Star Wars The Blueprints, limited edition book from Epic Inc., 336 pages of production blueprints, droid blueprints, ship blueprints. The book itself is the size of a coffee table, and with these blueprints, you could probably make your own Death Star. Also, the uh, one-one scale Heath Ledger as the Joker bust from Hollywood Collectibles Group looks like he's right there in your living room. And they are taking pre-orders for the 12-inch. Uh, 12-inch 11th Doctor Who figure, limited edition figure from Big Chief. My recommendation is these 12-inch Kenner action figures by Gentle Giant. I've already got my Jawa and my 3PO and R2 are on their way. SecretCompassCollectibles.com is the website, or you can find a link on our website, SecretCompassCollectibles.com. All right, Broken News, GeekShowPodcast.com, and welcome to it. We call it Broken News because you have an internet. And chances are you've already heard this stuff. But just in case, just in case. And we'll get back to the uh, episode which is referred to as Scott's least favorite episode. <laughs> I don't remember why. I think it's more vagina talk. Oh, more vagina talk? Oh. Less blue penis. So, Gross. So, <laughs> Gross. So we'll get to that part two coming up here in a moment. Uh, but uh, welcoming back to the basement, uh, Jeff and Jimmy, big movie mouth off. Hello. Woo! Here, uh, can you guys talk about the Lorax? No, we yeah. will. You will? Yeah, we can. can. Fresh from a screen. Can talk about it? All as right. we record this. I, I think we differ on it. Jimmy liked it yeah. better than you, I, I can tell. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I really did. I was surprised I enjoyed it so much. Um, but there is one. I think it's funny. Uh, the animation looks really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's weird to say. I enjoyed the 3D. Mm-hmm. Oh, weird. But, weird. Yeah. I, and I didn't hate it. And for those who listened to... Radio from Hell, I said the thing about 
Because you knew that Dr. Seuss had written this book simply so Danny DeVito could star in an animated film based on <laughs> Someday. It. Someday. Um, I'm Ted Geisel. Someday there will be a short, angry man, and he will play my character to perfection. No, it, intoxicated. It, it, it gets a lot of the look of Dr. Seuss right. It it does have the environmental message. Which is what the book is. It It's it's not in verse and rhyme. No. Uh, well, some of it is. The opening. Yeah. Um. My problems with it are largely that you could call it despicable, uh, or a yeah, despicable Seuss, because <laughs> like it, it 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 comes from the despicable me people, and they try and cutesify animal characters so they can have yeah plush animals and stuff like that in it. But the I think the the biggest problem I think it's got going oh, and we is, agree on this is the the God musical awful. numbers. God, awful. oh, there are songs like three, mm. three or four, and they are all they're bad. But they I also we got away from they that. don't fit the the tone of the film at all. It it just kind of brings it to a standstill, hmm. and then and then it gets back on track. So yeah, hmm. I, I although I will blame it on blame part of it on one person. Mm-hmm. Because Ed Helms is one of the voices in it. He's the once alert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's now in Ed Helms's contract that he has to sing one song every fucking movie. It's like in. him. It's like uh, yeah. Zoe Deschanel, too. It's I like guess you, they have the same agent. I guess if you find an actor that can sing, you try to use it. But uh, God, don't. Just don't. You know, there is an animated version of this from a long time ago, I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember one of the songs from that one, too. The seat of the lifted Lorax. <laughs> Is this hitting anyone? No. Okay. Yeah, but, yeah, You're but, staring at me, but, so I'll stop. But, 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 but see, that song actually fits with the verse and rhyme of, yeah. of Seuss. As compared to these, no. Right. It, it feels like high school musical songs. Yeah. yeah. They're very corny. Well, the question is, will kids dig it? I think yeah. so. And the second question is, is will it make them radical environmentalists? Fox News wants to know. Absolutely. Yes, yes Absolutely. it will. <laughs> I just love how they they don't do any research at all. They don't do research into the book itself, and and you know, Sue said this is about you know this bad pollution. It's about change. Yeah. It's all there. That's why I'm writing it to teach kids to be ecologically friendly. Yeah. Suddenly, it's a Hollywood plan. No, it's a Hollywood plan to take a Dr. Seuss book and make money. <laughs> it's it's not you know go back to your author. That's where it is. And one of the the characters that made me laugh, it, it's the villain named O'Hare, and uh, it looks identical to the seamstress from The Incredibles. Uh, <laughs> Ed, Ed, Edna Mode? Edna Mode, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Without the glasses. Oh, like, funny. Like, it's identical to it. I, don't, I, don't, I, I see, so look forward to our <laughs> I want to see Pixar get pissed off. <laughs> That's good. Uh, also spoke with one of your uh, critic uh, associates, uh, Sean Means, oh, from yes. the Tribune. Mm-hmm. Uh, saw him at the Unicorn City premiere. Thank you all for coming, by the way. It was a huge success. Lots of people. Nice. Great success. Great success. And he just returned from the John Carter uh, screen, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, junket. And he quite liked it. Nice. I had, well, that that's the word, is that yeah. the reviews coming out of the junket are good. He quite liked it. Um, he, and uh, there was just this morning an article I read about the problem that this movie is having is the marketing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they they screwed up the marketing from day one, and Jeff Weiss called it. You got afraid of the word Mars, and that screwed everything up. You didn't yeah. have a reference point. I, in I, the, in the, the article said that in the, in the coming week, you're going to see a new marketing campaign. Absolutely. Different trailers. They're yeah. going to give you a better idea of what this thing is about. Because right now, it is a mystery yeah. mm-hmm. as to what it's about. Unless you know it's an Edgar Rice Burroughs book, and it's a guy from the Civil War who gets somehow taken to Mars. I think they are in deep shit. Yeah. And I, well, yes. I think they're in a whole Cons- heap of shit. Considering how late. long we have till the movie's actually released. Yeah, it may be too late. If they'd have, if they'd have not uh, been so afraid... Of that word Mars, 
Because mm-hmm. that JCM logo that I always saw, mm-hmm. I thought, that's great. Yeah. It, it looks really good, and, and that logo's unafraid to have Mars in it. Exactly. I'm, I'm just going to call it John Carter of Mars from now on. A- absolutely. Uh, well, or... or <laughs> Warlord God. of Mars? Thank you! Yeah. That, which is what they called the comic book series. Or Princess John, of Mars? John yeah. Carter. Well, they were afraid of Princess that it would scare off yeah. boys because it said Princess in it. Yeah, but if you called it Princess of Mars and then had the the big monsters that he's fighting and everything in the trailer, I think boys would go, yeah, right. Or or how about John Carter, colon, a Princess of Mars? He is a pretty Princess of Mars. <laughs> anyway, so anyway. And, and, that... and it's just, I hate to use these, uh, these watch words that people use, but it's bad branding. Because mm-hmm. as we all know, that strong John Carter name recognition. Yes! <laughs> Jesus. The toys will be discounted soon. Yeah, they will be. Right next to the Green Lantern ones. Yeah, exactly. That just are still just collecting Sticking up shelves. Every time I go to the Toys R Us, there are no new ones. They're the same ones. They're covered with dust, but they're high-priced. I just don't (laughs) understand that. Get rid of them. Anyway, uh, I got some big news as far as uh, casting today. A couple of uh, very iconic characters in in projects being cast today. Uh, First of all, uh, the governor from Walking Dead. Nice. The good news happen. is, good news is, we're going to get the governor. Bad news, third season. Oh, we have to wait until it's going to be a third season. But at least it is going to happen, and he has been cast. And uh, it's a guy I honestly am not really familiar with, so I'm looking to mm-hmm. you guys. To Scottish help. actor named David Morrissey. David Morrissey is his name, and uh, he has been in uh, Centurion, Nowhere Boy, mm-hmm. The Other Boylan Girl, TV shows. He's been on Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meadowlands, State of Play, but uh, he is, he's been cast as the and, governor. And you left off a really important cast or a credit to. Well, 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 Hollywood Reporter let me down then, obviously. <laughs> Basic Instinct too. <laughs> well, I can see why they might have. He, he, was, he, the lead, cross, he was the lead in it. They do a beaver shot on him. He was the lead in Basic Instinct too. Yep. Okay. That's who replaced Michael Douglas. All right, kids, go take a look. <laughs> Or don't. <laughs> Google it or YouTube it or something. Yeah. Anyway, so there's the governor. He has been cast. Also cast. Robocop. Oh, oh boy. Has been cast. Um, it is an actor. Let's see. Joel Kinnaman is the new Robocop. Now, uh, he is most recently, he uh, appeared in Safe House with Denzel Washington and Ryan Reynolds. But he's best known from being uh, Stephen Holder in The Killing. AMC's The Killing. He's that uh, skinny guy who is kind of sketchy, who works with the kind of cute redhead. He he ain't skinny anymore. He's not. No, he's kind of buff. Is he He, uh, buffed up? He's he's towards the end of Safe House. It's the guy in the other Safe House. No, okay. So there he is. RoboCop's going to have some man pecs. He will be playing uh, Alex Murphy and uh, putting on the robot suit. Do we have a director? (laughs) He's going to get his hand shot off. Joseph uh, Padilla. Is directing it. Uh, he comes from. Is it Brazil? Mm-hmm. Uh, I interviewed him at Sundance, and he uh, he, did, he did that bus one seven four, right? He, he he's done a series of these gangster films that are uh, really kind of hardcore and uh, violent and extremely popular. Elite down Squad. There. Yep. Elite uh, Squad. Okay. The director of the Elite Squad. Yeah, movies. yeah. Uh, he was at Sundance a couple of years ago with Elite Squad too. We talked about Man Thing. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> uh, let's see, but uh, it's it's also uh, yeah. So he's directing it. So there you go. You've got that information. Hmm. Um, Hunger Games, big news. Uh, it's still a month away. Mm-hmm. Tickets went on sale. It has already broken a Twilight record. Oh, shit. <laughs> the pre-sale tickets 
Nice. A lot of people, have, you know, they say that The Hunger Games is a successor to Twilight. I wish they would stop saying yeah. that because they're really d- – mm-hmm. yes, the same age group likes the same books, but they're really different genres. As I'm, again, fond of pointing out, the people that wrote – the person who wrote Hunger Games knows how to break a paragraph mm-hmm. and when to use a mm-hmm. period. On Wednesday, online movie ticket vendor Fandango put opening day tickets to The Hunger Games on sale for the first time. Now, this was Thursday of last week. They announced that the first day of sales was the biggest first day of sales for a single film in the company's 12-year history, Hmm. breaking the record previously set by Twilight Saga Eclipse, May 2010. So, right away, I'm hoping that Hunger Games can just wipe the memory of Twilight away from from everyone. And this, once again, as I said, I think last time we were here, uh, this is the exact reason why John Carter's in shit. Yep, because it's two weeks after. (laughs) He's no got, one's yeah, going to care about he's it. He's got to have a strong two weeks, mm-hmm. old John Carter. Uh, let's see. Oh, I've got a uh, spoiler for Men in Black uh, yes. uh, three. 3. Rick Baker, legendary makeup yeah. guy, doing the makeup on this. And uh, he was uh, talking to Empire Magazine, uh, doing a piece about uh, Men in Black 3. And he said this. So it's a spoiler, you assholes who complain. At least we've got Bross uh, Jolin. Bross Jolin. <laughs> I've been calling Tanning Chatham Tanning Chatham all week, and uh, so now I'm doing it with Bross Jolin. At least we've got Josh Brolin now to carry on with Tommy's part. Mm, so it's... Now, a lot of people are saying, taking that sentence and going, ah, so it's a time travel piece. Mm-hmm. Young Agent K, you know, Bross Jolin. Mm-hmm. Come forward in time with Will Smith and stay. Yep. Or maybe he gets stuck in time. Or gets stuck. (laughs) So that they could do Men in Black 4, the quest for more money. Of course. And all that. So anyway, there's that little. That's crazy. Rick Baker made uh, made Tommy Lee Jones look really like Josh Brolin. That's a good job. That's good makeup work. (laughs) I think. Uh, This uh, movie, uh, this James Bond movie, Skyfall, will be uh, digitally remastered for IMAX. Hmm. Just so you know. Cool. Uh, throwing that in there. Um, did you hear, uh, Jeff, <gasps> what? that uh, one of our favorite projects is making it back to the silver screen? Ooh, what? 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 Uh, the Night Stalker. Wee! Great TV series. Well, great. Terrible TV series that we loved from, <laughs> but, from our youths. But a really good TV pilot. Yes. And a couple of fun episodes, mm-hmm. like the zombie one I keep oh, talking God, about. That was scary so as fuck. <laughs> Uh, they're making a movie. Who will play Carl Kolchak? Well, what do you you cast? You cast Johnny Depp in everything. I was going to oh, say Johnny Depp. Fuck's sake! <laughs> you cast Johnny Depp in everything. So we got a uh, a remake here. It's being released by Disney, which means it'll be PG thirteen at most. Of course, if it's Disney, he'll he'll wear a goofy hat. Yes, and Tim Burton is uh, going to uh, uh, produce it. Probably won't direct it. So it'll look like his stuff. Here's 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 what uh, here's what Topless Robot said. These are all things that can describe most of Tim Burton's oeuvre over the last decade. These these things we talked about: remake of a cult classic '70s TV show, and yet somehow Tim Burton is not directing it. Instead, Edgar Wright has been hired to direct and oversee the project from scratch. What? Yeah. But as as Topless Robot says, but if Danny Elfman isn't doing the soundtrack, I'll eat one of Johnny Depp's ridiculous but very attractive on him hats. <laughs> That's a funny line. All I hope is uh, I hope it's based on the TV movie. 
which was a Richard Matheson short story. Yeah, which right. uh, which is still available out there. A, a, a Draclea story set in Las Vegas. Darren McGavin, who is best known as the dad on Christmas Story, mm-hmm. plays this uh, screwed up reporter, this rumpled reporter who is uh, you know not looked upon well in in the realm of reporters. And he's uh, he's trying to convince everyone that a vampire is killing people. <laughs> Damn it, it's a vampire. He has killed this many women, and you guys just won't listen to me. But, so he but, takes it upon himself to yeah. kill the vampire. They're, nice. Well, they're all hookers, and most of the other crimes that Draclia commits are is stealing blood from blood banks. Mm-hmm. And what's funny <laughs> he's is when, stealthy. And when they finally and when they finally get you the Dracula. They deliver a classic Dracula. He looked like Barnabas Collins from Dark Shadows. I mean, he was, he's you know. He's got red medallion on. He's got the, exactly. He's got the <laughs> pointed hair, the Eddie Munster hair and all that, you know. Oh, he fucks he was, up some cops in that TV movie, yeah. though. When he, when he takes the cop on the motorcycle and rams the motorcycle down and the tires pop. Well, if they want a really creepy monster, they'll just have Helena Bottom Carter play the vampire. There you uh, go. Yep, there you go. But it, it, without it, makeup, it could be fun. <laughs> he can play some comedy, and and this character, if he if they play him as this kind of weird, disheveled, you know, mm-hmm. I'm I know it's a vampire. I know I'm right, and the world thinks he's wrong. Oh. That could be great. Yes. I, by the way, I have another piece of yeah. casting they should use for it. Yes, since the Spider-Man movies aren't going to use J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. That's correct. Uh, J.K. Simmons could be the disbelieving newspaper boss that that Simon <laughs> Oakland played in the in the TV movie and the TV series. So we'll go from Cold Jack yep. to Cold Jack, you're insane. That's right. Box of meats. This is terrible. Best I can do for a kid. Box of kids. Yeah. All right. Oh, by by the way, before yes. I forget, speaking of Johnny Depp, you reminded me of the Alan Moore line that I had forgotten to use. His, his when he was asked about the before Watchmen stuff, and he wasn't nearly as apoplectic as everybody thought he was going to be. Yeah. And he was like, oh, come on, this is Hollywood we're talking about, and, and literature, and everything gets rewritten and remade. Everything will get made into a movie someday. Why, this will culminate in a Captain Crunch movie starring Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kudos, Mr. Alan Moore. I, you are correct. So I, sure. I like the line. Still looking forward to the comic books. Sorry, Mr. Moore. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, I have one final bit of news, unless you guys have something. Uh, you good? I'd say I just you think by the time this is being aired, thanks for everybody for uh, coming out to Brewies because uh, it's gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. It, sorry, it, we, was fun. it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. And and to Jimmy's birthday party. I was just gonna say happy birthday, Jimmy. Thank you. The day we are recording this, he is fifty years old. Yeah, and uh, it's terrific. That, yeah. Uh, I don't look a day over seventy-two. No, you're you're throwing a, a big old to do about thirty because you're acting like it's fifty. And, yeah, and I remember you know thirty was no big deal to me. No. Twenty-five for some reason hurt. I think it's because of all my friends. I'm the only one still in the twenties. And then I started thinking about everybody else's. And I was uh, like, well, there's Lee, there's Vice, and yeah. Oh, they're in their 40s shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, I remember twenty-five was tough for me because I went that's halfway to fifty. Yeah. And now I'm staring down at 50. So it's uh, Son of a bitch. I'm like, mm, good. Final bit of news here on the Broken News segment. <laughs> Phantom Menace has made a billion dollars. Fuck. Finally reached it. With the 3D release, George's uh, yeah. celebration. Ah. Of, <clears throat> it's the 11th highest grossing film of all time and is on track to take over The Dark Knight in a matter of weeks, if not days. It's the 11th highest, though, he said? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. it top, is right now the 11th. World, 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 worldwide. 
world. I, oh, okay. Billion, yeah. The Billion Dollar Club. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there are a lot of bad movies in the Billion Dollar Club. Transformers: Dark of the Moon, for example. Oh, for uh, Pirates of the Caribbean: Dead Man's Chest, oh. for example. Avatar is the club president. Two point seven billion. Yeah, I look. Isn't it like so? Number one and number two are not even close, right? Like Avatar is just. Gone. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's huge. Shit. So there you go. It's in the billion dollar club. Avatar and Titanic. <laughs> and see, when I read that story where it was going to overtake Dark Knight and knock Dark Knight out of the top ten, I went back and watched Dark Knight. And well, that's okay. Warner Brothers, a few years from now, can re-release Dark Knight in three D. Well, I went back and watched it again, and you know we do give it a lot of shit for his voice. Yeah. But god damn it, that's a fine fucking movie. <laughs> that is a great movie. Yeah. Really good. I mean, there were so many layers in there that I completely forgot about. And it's a great story, and it's beautifully shot and well-acted. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah, I will still make Christian Bale jokes like that. I will still make those jokes, but God damn it, that's a great movie. Am, anyway. On the subject of the box office, am I the only one who thinks it's kind of unfair to continue the money like once it comes out again and again, once you keep adding things to it? And I kind of had this argument the other day with Kat because uh, she was saying that, Oh, what is it? Katy Perry's trying to re-release her album with more songs, so she can have she can. Out, I think it's beat the Beatles to have more number one singles oh, on an album. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's bullshit. You released it already. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I don't think that should count. I mean, she can say it and have her fake trophy, but I mean, that's aimed at people like me who didn't buy the Katy Perry album. Who, Neither, yeah, who have heard it and went, yeah, I'd like it. And if it's got some extra shit, okay, great. Yeah, but you should, but should it count? You shouldn't <laughs> rebuy it. That's for sure. Yeah, it's like four or five new songs she's putting on there, something like that. Hey, and hey then, Katy, put some naked photos in your CD. And I might think about <laughs> buying there. it. There. But yeah, I just I thought it was funny that I was like I don't and I kind of think the same thing about movies when you re-release them should it be mm-hmm. counted or should it be like hey your run you, mm-hmm. your first run you made this well I mean Pirates of the Caribbean that's its original run same with Avatar mm-hmm. yeah same with Avatar Although, well I guess no Avatar did get re-released Avatar came out <laughs> yeah. a couple of yeah, yeah. couple extra times but uh, you know Alice in Wonderland and Pirates of the Caribbean Titanic's coming back in 3D and Titanic oh boy all right. Let's uh, thank you for coming out, boys. Sure. And uh, let's get back to the uh, episode referred to as Scott's least favorite episode, starring Scarlet Nerf Hansen. <laughs> All right. Oh, and this oh, is. I think we we and, wanted to have. Yeah. And the question is: Would Julie Taymor kill cats with a hammer for ten thousand dollars? That comes up as well. <laughs> Please to enjoy. Hey, this is Jake the Computer Guy from PC Laptops. What makes PC Laptops the best place to get a computer on the entire planet? It's our personal relationship with you. Most people spend more time in front of their computers than with their families and friends. There are so many new technologies coming out, people find themselves frazzled trying to make it all work together. Most of us have smartphones, laptops, desktops, tablets, and music players of all brands. At PC Laptops, we make it really easy by making it all work together for you for a lifetime with no appointment necessary. Every new PC Laptops desktop computer comes with a lifetime parts and service warranty. You can own one for as low as $29 a month. And to make it extra sweet, we're doing zero down, zero interest financing for a whole year. OAC, I promise you'll be amazed. Get into any one of our locations right now or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE. Or check us out at PCLaptops.com. That's PCLaptops.com. Because at PC Laptops, we love you. Hey there, digital comics fans. You say you just can't make it to the store every Wednesday. You prefer buying digital instead of hard copies. You wish you could help out our brick-and-mortar friends at Dr. Bolt's Comic Connection. Well... 
a harmonic convergence is happening now. You can buy your digital comics through the Dr. Volt's website, and everybody wins. You get your comics on your magic device, and Dave and the boys at Dr. Volt's get to wet their beak. Have a taste. Get some love. You know we here at Geek Show Podcast love them. They are the friendly comic book store in town, after all. Hey, I'll miss seeing you there every Wednesday at 2043 East, 3300 South. But this way, they get the love. Between the DC New 52 and the Avengers vs. X-Men, it's never been a better time to be a comic book fan. Walking Dead Comics, all your indie stuff, they're all at drvolts.com. That's drvolts.com. Or if you forget, there's a link on geekshowpodcast.com. Just be sure to tell them Geek Show says Excelsior. Oh, hi, it's Carrie. I always like to support local causes, local companies, and especially if they're geeks, that's a double bonus. What am I talking about? Coast City Styles. Yes, they're based here in Utah. Coast City Styles. Wide selection, huge selection of comic book, pop culture, gaming t-shirts so that fanboys and girls can be geeky without looking geeky. Uh, a lot of uh, secret message stuff in there, too, that only other geeks will get. And in, in your face stuff as well. Green Lantern, Big Bang Theory, Masters of the Universe, Marvel, Star Wars, uh, Star Trek. They got it all there. And uh, you need to check them out. Not just t-shirts, but uh, you know, uh, a lot of obscure movie and pop culture, uh, like belt buckles and hats and other uh, movie-related items that they think are cool. Uh, free shipping on all orders over 50 bucks. So you know I love them because they're local, and I love them because they're geeky. I'm talking Coast City Style. C-O-A-S-T, City Styles, S-T-Y-L-E-S dot com. Tell them Geek Show says, hey. And we're back. Yeah. Oh, hey. hey. Got some quick stuff to, to run through here. Uh, and, uh, we, we should, we should uh, give our quick field review of the Hawkeye nerf era. Holy shit, that thing fires hard. Do it we does. approve? There you go. We Tony approve. says it stings if it hits it. Oh, yeah. No. I, I, so far, I've shot, uh, I've shot the big movie, uh, the, the big shiny robot camera, mm-hmm. and uh-huh. I've shot Tony. Um, and then we fired at a poster and a trash can lid, and so far we've enjoyed the destruction. I, so, hit, I hit the window so hard that the arrow came back. So, uh, thumbs up, and our suggestion is to nerf Captain America Shield now. Yes, yeah, so hey, we, we, we want Shield. a full size nerf Captain America Shield, and Jimmy <laughs> says he wants a full size nerf Scarlett Johansson. Ooh, yeah. actually, ooh, with noodle legs. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Speaking of Black Widow, isn't her thing that she's got the widows? She does. Wid- widows bite those you, those yeah. wrist things. I that had fire? those. I still have mine. That'd be great. The little wrist rock. Scarlet Nerf Hansen. Oh my god, that would be so. I, you funny. mentioned that because I just read about that in uh, Kevin Smith's Daredevil, and she's in it, and he go, and the baby starts pulling on him, and he says, uh, "Aren't those lethal?" <laughs> yeah. I would just say to Nerf, I want uh, suction cups at the end of the arrows. Yeah. So I can shoot the window. Well, and I could modify to that to get some suction cup action yeah. right for you. And I want a full size Thor hammer, not a tiny one. Nerf. Oh, okay. and I want, I want, I want a Nerf Iron Man armor. Okay. I want a Nerf bomb. <laughs> oh, wow. that, that was, <laughs> that was nerf, a Nerf bomb. That was the Nerf bomb. Oh. Um, let's see. Now, Why wouldn't you want Nerf Iron Man armor? That Nerf smells like blueberries. It would be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. This is a TV uh, uh, story for you, sir. What if you're hit with Nerf shrapnel? <laughs> what, if nerf, what, if, what, if, what if they sold a giant Nerf Galactus foot? Ooh. Ooh. That would be big. Anywho, sorry. Uh, Brian Fuller. Oh, our friend Byron Fuller, dead like me, pushing daisies, is now in charge of the Hannibal Lecter TV series. Mm. Now I know you're you shaking your head over there. I'm rolling my eyes. I think this is going to be fun, uh, especially being that it's a kids uh, a kids cartoon. 
It's a Nickelodeon. <laughs> Little Hannibal. Uh, the uh, NBC is describing the show as a one-hour contemporary thriller series featuring classic characters from the novel Red Dragon. You got FBI agent Will Graham and his mentor, Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Huh. Who are reintroduced at the beginning of their budding relationship? Budding romance Play, played in different movie versions by this William is, Peterson and Ed Norton. Mm-hmm. This to me just sounds like desperate people do desperate things, like <laughs> Desperate Housewives. They are because NBC is having so much trouble breaking through with anything mm-hmm. that it's you know that it, it sounds to me you know maybe I'm wrong maybe this is a great idea but it sounds to me like this is something that's easy to market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it is. It's it's a it's a classic character. You could compare it to Dexter. You could say Dexter meets CSI, and 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 a I guy in a, and a guy in a suit would go, "Here's a check." Yeah. You know. And you, uh, but but you, uh, I I got some faith in it. You I proceed think, every yeah. commercial break with cooking with cannibals. And yes. Mmm. <laughs> this tastes like brains. <laughs> I, 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 chicken. I, I don't know. This I've got like a good brains feeling. Brains taste like chicken. It's time for tibula. By the way, wasn't Brian Fuller involved with the? The monsters, yeah, the monsters pilot, which uh, has been put on hold. I was going to say, I think that's never going. Anywhere. I heard it changed to just it's not the monsters anymore. It wasn't. It was it was called thirteen thirteen Mockingbird Lane, <laughs> and it was going to be a gritty retelling. But what? It's on hold. You that's a horrible it's, title. By it's the way, done now. you don't do the monsters gritty. Just yeah. do thirteen. I wouldn't mind hearing the theme song every week because it's a great. Let's load it as your ringtone, and then you can hear it. And once a week, I'll call you. Uh, let's see. Still alive. The uh, new Ninja Turtle movie <laughs> has a uh, director. Is this live action or animated? Live again? action. Oh. Uh, it's going to be a relaunch. It's and like it's the director suck. is animated. Uh, the director <laughs> is uh, Jonathan Liebsman. Oh, yeah. Oh, Battle, Battle, Battle Los Angeles. Uh, yeah. And, oh, uh, shit. I like that movie. And uh, Wrath of the Titans as if well. If he made a gritty Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film, it's not going to happen. No, here's. Look okay. at the, the script is being written by Josh Applebaum and Andre Nemec, who wrote Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Oh, ooh, huh? The, the good Mission Impossible. Oh man! So There's who hope. knows? Calabunga, dude! I'm actually excited for that. There's I thought, I, thought I, I read that the producer for that is Michael Bay. Well, now I, I'm not excited I, anymore. I didn't want to bring everyone down. <laughs> oh, I hope I, I, I hope. didn't want to bring everyone down. I wanted you to get excited. Oh my, oh my god! Sorry. I can hardly wait for the scene is where where Raphael walks a piece of pizza across April O'Neil's stomach. Oh no! You're gonna get you're gonna, yeah that or you're gonna get an ass shot of April O'Neil, <laughs> or or the her- heroic uh, walkout scene. You know, slow mo. Is but, the Corey that's not Haim involved? Really, <laughs> I just want the point where oh, the parents' insane. advocacy group wins and they have to give up their weapons and fight with yo-yos and nerf tracks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. There's uh, go turtles, go turtles, go. So the lawsuit over the Spider-Man musical. Julie, Is Julie this Taymor, the stuntman that died. <laughs> yeah, for every family. That well, <laughs> oh, that's was, been that's been settled. That that one was settled, but, but Ju- there was one. <laughs> well. Ju- there was. Yeah. I thought, I thought any time they said, hey, we want you to fly around in a Spider-Man suit on a wire 70 feet above a stage, you're not in Mexico, so you're most likely going to die. That just implied in the contract. <laughs> well, Julie Taymor Javier was, Parker. was the director, mm-hmm. and uh, she sued the company for firing her and bringing in a new guy. She had every right to. And she had every right to. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's how it was settled with her. How good would it be to be Julie Taymor? The edge grudge fucker. Let's hear it. She, she, she will... <laughs> She Bono will, watched. <laughs> she will get paid $10,000 a week. What? While the show runs, continues. Uh, so she'll get about 
thirty and a half thousand dollars. No, well, I'm confused. I'm sorry. She's suing them because they she fired sued her. Them because they fired her. Why? That's their right. Because they're what they're saying. What she said was, and and the judge agreed with her was that uh, she co-created it. That she most did. Of, most of it is her. They took out one or two elements to change mm-hmm. it. Was all, but most of it was her. And so, it, 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 except for the music, yeah. The, the basic story was hers, mm-hmm. and the only rewriting was done by uh, Roberto S- uh, Aguirre okay. Sacasa. Mm-hmm. That's different. But, you know, we're talking about most of the set design was hers, most yes. of the costume Abs- design was hers. Absolutely. Uh, this, this is the woman who made that Lion King musical huge. But now here's here's the thing. She will get $10,000 a week for every week that the show runs. Mm-hmm. But according to the latest adjustments, that could be a while. Yep. Really? That show is doing, it's well. doing very well because now, now that it's tourists, relaunched, the yep. tourists are buying tickets. The tourists what? are buying tickets. Let's not well, forget who that wouldn't cats to, ran for years. You know, I'm gonna say, but who wouldn't go to Broadway yeah. and say, "Let's go see Spider Man"? I mean, uh, that's, and and let's let's not discount the fact that the Japanese love crazy things, right? Well, the so show is, Japanese tourists coming through. Like, the show is earning approximately a million dollars a week. Holy shit! It's now, a thousand really isn't and, much, and it could conceivably open, stay open for at least two more years. Which means she could earn a million just for sitting on her ass. That's cool. So uh, she, so she's getting about what, one percent or ten percent? It's not much, but you know, ten thousand a week living for in New York, living in New anything? York City. What, that, what, that, so she, so know. she's getting one percent of the proceeds every week. So yeah. She's gonna make three hundred sixty-five thousand dollars. No, no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she's 10, only making. No, but wait a second. She's only five hundred five hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Half a million dollars. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. not bad. So that's there you fine. go. Uh, good to be Julie Tamer. If anybody out there listening would like to pay me $10,000 a week, I will do anything. Yeah, just fire me. Anything? Anything. $10,000 a week. Anything. Bukake. If she ever goes bankrupt, she's an asshole. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just I'm thinking anything. Anything. I have a room full of cats that once a week you need to kill with a hammer. <laughs> oh, God. $10,000 a week. You only have to do it once. Does he always have to use the hammer, or can he... He has to use a hammer. That's all I can afford, because I'm paying well, $10,000 a week. How many cats? How many cats? The, the, the room is full of them. How big is the room? No, what do you mean by this big? What do you mean by full? Because cats can take up a lot of space. Okay. Well, let's let's say there's 100 cats. I thought it was going to be something easy like porn. Okay. So you want me... You, are you are you making this offer to me, or are you just making this offer to Scott? <sighs> I was offering it to Scott. He said he'd do okay, anything. Okay. I, I, I really thought that was the direction we would go this, in. <laughs> this is the resident, evil, uh, resident vegan and animal oh. rights activist. I, I, I'd kill 100 cats a week for 10000 bucks. With a hammer? <laughs> With a hammer. Everyone's got a price. Can I have Bam. a really long <laughs> but I don't, I don't is the hammer? Lee's is $10,000 I don't a week. differentiate I the see... difference between you know slaughtering a cow oh, God, and slaughtering a cat. So I could see Lee going, bam, the boy's going to college. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd just start treating it like a giant whack-a-mole game. Yeah. There, there goes a car. Bam! <laughs> no, I just like welcome to my mother room, pussy. <laughs> I actually couldn't do it. I knew you couldn't. So be careful what you say out loud. Well, that, see, I, because the devil could thinking, be listening. You're thinking and animal would, cruelty, and I'm thinking porn. I, I just, knew you, because because I, I knew you thought I was thinking porn. There we now, go, Scott. Would you? Do That's porn? exactly how the devil works. <laughs> For ten thousand dollars a week. What Maybe. kind of porn? I could think would you funny do? Stuff. Well, I don't well, well, would you do Where's porn? The Hulk figure. Would you do not any of that? Icky <laughs> he's, he's sitting here scratching his head. Not as long as it's not any of that icky straight stuff. 
So the question is, would you do porn in a room full of dead cats? Boobs. Ew, gross. <laughs> would you? And would I'm you, thinking Carrie might be able to use the same room. Well, the question is, would Julie Tay more? All right. Uh, Isn't it see. amazing the comedy we create here? Comedy! It's just oh, astonishing. It's what, what we make fun of. And this is unscripted. <laughs> no, it's not. Everybody's got their script. Yeah. I'd line. To... Oh, line. Line. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then just finally, uh, do you like Zorro? Do uh, I? I like the first one. Meh. I mean, before... before <laughs> I used to watch the I like, Disney show all the like, time when I was I a like kid. I like Basil Rathbone. For Tony. Okay. What if I were to say Zorro... In space. Whoa! Um, I am more interested. Okay. Let's hear it. You're uh, not that interested. It's, uh, <laughs> a little bit. A little bit more. It's, uh, it's called Zorro Reborn, which will star Gael Garcia Bernal. Uh, the reboot. A the re- no. no, it's a guy. Mexican actor. Uh, he, he, here's here's the plot. Oh, he took some he took some American Zorro's job. It's in the dis- <laughs> <laughs> He's, 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 the, he's the, the non-union Mexican equivalent. Victor Gerger. Damn NAFTA. No, Senior Spielbergo will be directing this film as well. Senior Spielbergo. Senior Spielbergo. So they're just like somebody drive down to the Sword Depot and pick up a Zorro. It says uh, specifically a desolate and post-apocalyptic future. Mm, yummy. Uh, Zorro See? will be less caped crusader for justice than a one-man vigilante force bent on revenge. Then it's not Zorro. So it's not Zorro. It's just in a, a guy in a post-apocalyptic future. It's a Western story Meh. in the future. Future that echoes uh, like uh, Sergio Leone and No Country for Old Men. What? No. So it's Zorro, in the Zorro so what is, is it? Mexican Robin Hood. That's yeah. he doesn't work if he's not. It's out like there to. It's like Serenity. That's what I was going to say. It sounds that's the, that's the whole like, thing. I mean, so the, the spaceship will be named after his horse, and the whole bit is that he's he's this he's this nobleman that mm-hmm. moonlights at night to do right by well, the peasants. So, that and are he'll made. have a lightsaber instead. Well, of and this time he'll be you know uh, he'll be like the Punisher, and instead of a skull at the scene, he'll make make a Z. Yeah, you know? he's gonna. Yeah, he's gonna it's, it's, it'll be. It'll be uh, in space. I burned a Z into the um, hole of his I, ship with my it, laser sword. Isn't Zorro Fox? I don't. He'll know. have a fox. Oh, I think on he's him. a fox. I'm mm. back. I'm back mm. to me. You're back to yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's let's. No, Zorro. <laughs> Go Zorro, on. especially those, especially the Disney ones um, from the '50s, were so phenomenally good. Guy Hamilton. I will say, yeah. so great. No, no franchise yeah. has ever gotten me excited about saying we're going to space, except for one, mm-hmm. and that's Machete. Machete in space. Machete yeah, that's in what space. Robert Rodriguez said yeah. the third one will be in space. What? Yeah. Can't wait. Wow. Because yeah. Machete Kills is the next one. They just came out the poster. I think it's out there. But he said that he wants to take machetes. Why doesn't he do it now? Let's not wait. I, oh, that's, your, that's your grand finale. That's baby your... steps. Baby steps. Well, all right. Opus. Uh, anything before we go? I do, uh, I you... do have a movie recommendation. Yes. I've decided that uh, while, while Jimmy and Jeff sit there and, and expose the, uh, you know, the, the high arts, um, I think you should all watch Death Race 2 on Netflix. Oh, really? <laughs> It's so horribly bad, but I loved it. Time for you know, low I, arts. I, I, I they, seriously, I seriously, I watched it twice because I, I didn't feel good, and I thought I, this is only going to make it better. And instead, I ended up enjoying it enough to watch it twice. I was pissed. I got an email from the the reps who were handling that film, and they're like, "Hey, can you go to South? Uh, I think it was like South Africa where they were filming it. Can uh-huh. you go tomorrow?" And I was like. And I asked him, yeah, yeah, let's fucking do it. I'll go to South Africa right now. And then by the time I responded, like, oh, we already found two people. I was like, two? Oh. Like, I know where I stand in the, in the critic world. <laughs> like, yeah. you had two no, seats? This is, this is I, I didn't see the original remake of Death Race. By the way, the original Death Race 2000 is one of my favorite shitty movies. Yes. David Carradine. Uh, David Carradine. Stallone. Stallone. And, yeah, Stallone. This is the movie he actually dodged the draft to do. So 
because he just ran away from America. Because mm. Rambo was a draft dodger. But uh, <laughs> the original Death Race remake, uh, they did the, they kept the Frankenstein character, which mm-hmm. is the the guy with the metal mask and, yeah. the, and the death ring. But this is the prequel that explains how he became uh, Frankenstein, and it's schlocky, but. I don't know how they did a direct video a direct video movie with this good of a budget. There's so many explosions yeah. and beheadings and people getting squished between cars and brick walls. In the it, words of the Joker, gasoline is cheap. Yes. I guess it is, but I mean it, it goes from the, the they they kind of get into the whole, oh, this is how we get the death match. We go to the prisons and we let people fight to the death in yeah. the prisons and then oh, the ratings are going down cuz it's not bloody enough, so let's bring in cars. I I <laughs> love the the premise of it is great and and I the new uh, they just announced that they're probably gonna do a twisted metal uh, live Ooh. action film with the guy. I, I, they're splitting up, but it's one of the guys from the Crank films. Oh. So it's gonna be like his. I think I want to say it's Brian Taylor. I can't. By the it way, is, the is Brian new, Taylor, yeah. the new twisted metal game kicks freaking ass. I need, I want to play it, but I played it, the demo. It's so good. I was thinking like, okay, I hate video games that have been made in the movies. There's not really been one good one. But I'll tell you what, if anybody could take twisted metal and make a Absolute crazy, and make it R for the love of God. Don't of do PG thirteen. Uh, a live action twisted metal. You know, it's a demolition derby with rockets. All right, um, and Brian Taylor could do it, and a okay. nickel clown on an ice cream truck. What, what have we got? Blue rated R, rated R, rated R. Blu rays coming out. Hugo is now out. Martin Scorsese's film, really good. I, I don't care. I, I debate. I think it's the artist and the Hugo that are batting it out for best picture this year. We're not there quite yet. You will be proven wrong. Uh, Just Justice League <laughs> Doom is now out. So now we can watch it. Okay. Uh, uh, God, I love Rowan Atkinson, but Johnny English Reborn. <laughs> uh, Dennis Quaid starts in Beneath the Darkness. Law and Order, the 10th year is now out. What? And then the old Pac-Man cartoon oh, no. is coming out. There was DVD. a Pac-Man cartoon. Oh, there was. The 10th year? Oh. Uh, the Pac-Man cartoon yeah. was, nine, I think, 82 to 84 when the Dungeons & Dragons cartoon and the Pole Position cartoon was out. Terrible. I don't know if you remember. more than a couple episodes. Yeah, the Pole Position cartoon Terrible. was horrid. It's awful. Uh, but there, it's out. But <laughs> there, was also a, there was also a Kubert cartoon, believe it or what? not. What? Oh, yeah, there was. Morning, yeah, there was. Which really makes more sense than Pac-Man. But it, it anyway. does. This is absurd. All right. Yeah. Pac-Man had arms, which is weird. Uh, video games. There's a game coming out called 7554 for PC only. This is the description it has for it. 7554 is the first major video game from Vietnam. That's all we know. That's all we know. <laughs> Uh, there's another game coming out called Binary Domain. Looks, this game is cool. Looks as hell. pretty dang cool. I, I got a one-on-one uh, demo from the creators of it, uh-huh. and basically, it's kind of like you know your third-person kind of shooter. But what's cool is that you wear your headset and you control everything verbally. Yeah. So all your mm. teammates, you're like, you know, I think like, whatever their characters' names are, like, no, Jessica, head up like that, and all of a sudden she'll run up, yeah, and cover commands. you, and like yeah. it's really cool. I've never seen it before in a game. They, they've, oh. incor- they've incorporated the uh, shouts from um, the. Skyrim, the, or Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah. And I think it's uh, onto the Connect. So <clears throat> some of the some of the uh, developers were able to actually do the dragon shouts Ooh, through nice. the Connect. That's so. cool. And I think it's got like 40 voice commands like nice. it's yeah. cool. It looks pretty, pretty cool. cool. All right. And then uh SSX, the snowboarding game, mm-hmm. they're relaunching that. So it's, it's if you like snowboarding <laughs> game, yeah. Lush. Uh Country Dance All-Stars for the Connect if you like them dancing games. Oh, I'll get on that. I'm going to be a four squaring man. Yeah. Yeah. They old uh, Taylor Swift's under. <laughs> and then uh, Mortal Kombat Complete Edition, which nice. is the new Mortal Kombat game all the downloadable Completely content mortal. and everything. Oh, okay. So, uh, I, I, I would suggest uh, anybody who likes the online role-playing games and if you like Dungeons and Dragons go to Perfect World. Uh, it's the Korean company that took over Cryptic Entertainment, so they got Champions Online and Star Trek um, Online. 
Your one. job, America Jobs, going uh, to Korea. Well, they're doing. They actually, it, surprisingly enough, Atari owned Cryptic, and they were going to just sell the studio. When Perfect World bought it, they actually kept Cryptic open in the states, and so they're developing everything. But they are getting the Dungeons and Dragons license oh. in oh. in November. And just the video of the gameplay is on their website right now, and this could be the game changer because it will be free to play from day one. And but it looks like one that they spent money on that wasn't looks, going to be free to play. It looks beautiful. Mm-hmm. It looks beautiful. But a lot of the games that are free to play now, they're looking better. They they were developed to be pay to play, and yeah. then they just ended up being free to play later. But uh, this one's free to play from the very very beginning, and there's a ton of resources going into it. it looks beautiful. All right. Anything? Our next episode. The, the great Star Wars debate. I'm going to just drink my Geek way Show the it. Plat Edition. Geek Show the Plat Edition. Coming yeah. up next in 3D. And uh, anyone? More ham? Uh, eat, eat more undead ham. Undead mm. ham. Thank you.